0: Coffee Talk with Linda. I'm Linda Davis. Thank you for joining me today. A little bit about myself before we get started. I love Jesus. I love coffee and I love sharing both. So go grab your cup and let's talk. Getting to the root of the matter. It's vital. We must check the conditions of our own heart and get to the root of the matter. This is what makes us truly healthy and whole, spiritually first, and then that even impacts us physically. But what we're gonna talk about this morning is digging it all up, getting the roots out from the bottom, and going forth, healed and made whole spiritually, which actually impacts us physically. The condition of our heart determines our complete outer circle of relationships. By outer circle, I mean outside of ourselves. How we interact with close relationships and even acquaintances is impacted. And the standard is even set by the condition of our heart. All relationships, all relationships in our lives are impacted by the condition of our heart. If you happen to have a Bible handy, turn to Proverbs chapter 4. I want to pull a scripture out of there and talk about this scripture for a few minutes, and then we're going to move on. First, we're going to talk about the condition of our heart, recognizing the condition of our heart. And then what do we do about it? You can't do anything about a condition you don't recognize. Even if other people recognize it, it's about us. It's about inward reflection, I know I said to just go to Proverbs 4, but I'm going to read you a scripture real quick. You don't need to turn there if you happen to be in your Bible. In Jeremiah 17, just to point out how difficult it really is for us to recognize the condition of our own heart. You know, you've seen other people and you look at them and you're like, how can they not know they have so much unforgiveness? How can they not know they're walking in shame? How can they not know uh, they have abandonment issues? How can they not know they walk in jealousy? How can they not know they need so much affirmation and approval from man? We look at others and it's easy to see their fault, but we can't see our own. And so that's actually part of human nature, going all the way back to Jeremiah's time. So... I think we get frustrated with ourselves and we're harsh on ourselves because we're dealing with an issue and we are actually harsh on the people around us because they're dealing with an issue. But we have to understand human nature is a powerful thing, right? It fleshly nature is a powerful thing. So we're going all the way back to Jeremiah's time. And this is the Lord talking to Jeremiah, In chapter 17, um, verse nine, God says, the heart is deceitful above all things and it is exceedingly perverse. Now, how many would describe themselves as that? Not many, correct? And corrupt and severely mortally sick. Who can know it? Perceive, understand, be acquainted with his own heart and mind going on to verse 10 I the Lord I the Lord search the mind I the Lord try the heart even to give to every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his doings we will be judged by the Lord according to our heart so we need to know our heart How are we going to know our heart? We have to ask the Lord to examine our heart and show us our heart. And if we ask him to do that, I promise you, he's going to show you things about your heart that you don't like, that you didn't wanna see, and then you have to deal with it. And I encourage you, I beg you to deal with the issues Of your heart, so you can live healthy, whole, fulfilled life of relationships and even destiny in the Lord. If we're wounded soldiers, how can we battle, truthfully? Like, think about that in a time of war. What do they do? They they like all these war movies that are out there, they remove the wounded soldier from the field because he's going to handicap the battle at hand. Think about that in the Lord. We have to be healthy and strong spiritually in our hearts to contend for the Lord. You know, there's so many things in our hearts that we wanna do to advance the kingdom of God, but we're wounded soldiers and we're frustrated at why we're tripping over our own feet and even probably wounding some people around us or causing them to be wounded because we haven't genuinely looked at our own heart. You know, there's that old phrase, if there's one finger pointing at somebody else, there's four fingers pointing at you, technically three and a thumb. (laughs) But we don't see and look at ourselves as we should. All the time I say, show me me, show me me Lord. Have your way. And if we're asking the Lord to have his way in our life, we have to let him have his way in our life. It's one thing to say it. It's a whole nother thing to yield to it. Show me me, Lord, and then have your way in my life. Have your way in my heart. Have your way in my thoughts. I yield to you. That word let It means to give permission to. Let God. It's one thing to ask him. It's a whole nother thing to let him have his way. Give him permission to have his way in your life and let him finish the work he started. That's an area we're all guilty of. We allow the Lord to come in because we're excited about the change that diving into the Lord is going to bring in our lives. And then he starts to have his way. We get uncomfortable and we stop the work. We back up. You know what? We're not going any further than that issue we have not dealt with. That thing that the Lord has highlighted to us because we sought him and we asked him to show us the wickedness of our own heart, the evilness of our own heart, the deceitfulness of our own heart. We asked him to show us, and we should. David asked for it a lot. We should ask him, you know, create in me a pure heart, Lord. Clean hands and a pure heart. That's what ascends the throne. That's what has access to God's ear. Clean hands and a pure heart. But yet we're told we don't even know our own hearts, We're wickedly deceitful. In other words, we're better, we think we're better than we actually are. So ask the Lord to show you what's down. When you see a behavior that's not becoming of the fruits of the spirit, not becoming of how you know you should walk as a Christian, that should be a red flag to you that something's off in your heart. Our actions are only a symptom of a deeper issue. We look at the action a lot and we try to change the action, but it's only a symptom, a side effect of a deeper issue in our life. What we tend to do when there's an action that's unbecoming There's an action that is not one of the fruits of the Spirit. By the way, the fruits of the Spirit can be found in Galatians chapter 5. I think it starts at verse 22, long-suffering, which is actually patience, love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, which is self-control. So when we see ourselves lacking self-control— being impatient, being unkind, which is out of love, not having peace in our lives, not having the joy of the Lord, not being a gentle person, uh, handling, talking to, responding in gentleness to other people. When we're out of faith, when there's not goodness, that should be a red flag to us that there's an issue in our heart that we need to deal with. Because what we tend to do is say we're impatient, or say we've responded angrily to somebody, right? That would be the opposite of gentleness. Say we pass judgment on somebody, that would be the opposite of walking in love. Say we're worrying and fretting and having anxiety about a situation, that would be the opposite of faith. Say we're just, I don't want to say unhappy because there's a difference between having joy and being unhappy. I look at joy as being being anchored in the Lord. Uh, not being tossed to and fro because there are situations that come in our lives uh, that cause us to be unhappy, but we should still have joy in the Lord. We should still be anchored in the Lord. So when these things, when we see these things rise up, if we've been walking with the Lord for a period of time, we know, gee, I shouldn't have been impatient there. And what do we do? We repent for the impatience But we don't go deeper than that and find out, why was I so impatient? Really, when we really look back on it, it was not as big of a deal as how I reacted to it. So why was I so impatient? And then, you know, maybe the next day we realize, gee, I was impatient or gee, I I had too much anxiety over that. And we excuse ourselves. Going back to Jeremiah 17, we excuse it we shrug our shoulders. We say, I'm sorry, Lord, I was so impatient. I'm sorry, Lord, I worried yesterday and I fretted about that situation yesterday. I'm sorry, Lord, that uh, I, I was anxious about that. And we move on because we've repented. So what we've really done, we've apologized. We haven't repented because repenting means to change. But we go through this action of what we think repentance is and we apologize to the Lord for our behavior. We do it in our outer relationships all the time. But because we're not getting to the root of the matter, we're going to stumble upon that issue again. And so say you are somebody that deals with impatience on a regular basis. You hear people joke all the time, oh, don't pray for patience. That's that's off. What you're saying is I don't want that area of my heart healed because it's not the impatience that is an issue. It's why are you being so impatient? What is it that's causing you to overreact in that situation? Because that's really what impatience is. It's an overreaction to a situation. So we apologize. And what does that do? That temporarily makes us feel better. And it's coming back. We're going to deal with it on another day. We're going to have to apologize again because we haven't gotten to the root of the matter. We have only dealt with the surface symptoms. I wrote a blog recently and you can go read it at coffeetalkwithlinda.blogspot.com and in it, the title is dig it all up because I can't get this out of my mind about getting to the root of a matter. Let's get the roots out. Let's stop dealing with the surface. And I I gave this example in the blog about, because my husband does this a lot and him and I were talking about this a few days ago. He'll be thrilled I shared that, but you know, he'll have a small scab and it's bugging him. It's itching a little and he'll pick at it. And what does that do? That brings temporary relief, but what it actually does is it stops the healing. And a lot of times when it comes to our heart issues, we are looking for temporary relief because it's getting uncomfortable. And so we do whatever it takes to temporarily relieve ourselves in that situation. And what we actually do is we stop the healing of our heart. Ask the Lord. Why did I sin? Why was I angry? What caused me to be jealous? Why did I sow discord with my brothers or my sisters in the Lord? In other words, why did I gossip? Because that's what gossiping does. It sows discord. Why did I pass judgment? Am I perfect? Why did I tell that quick little white lie? Why was I selfish in that moment? Why was I angry? I think I already mentioned that. Why was I impatient? What caused me to be prideful, very tough one to recognize, and view myself as better than someone else in a situation? We justify a lot of our actions by looking at others and say, well, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm not that bad. At least I haven't done that. At least I'm not walking in that. We're all guilty of that. How come I can't stand that person? We're supposed to love everybody, right? But there are people, we all have people in our lives that are what I would call sandpaper. They just rub us the wrong way. They irritate us. Truthfully, we have to ask God, what is it about that person that irritates me? Truthfully, it's an issue in your heart. It's actually not them. So many times like, well, they do this and I don't care for that. They do that and I don't like that. It's an issue in your heart while you're responding to them from anything but a place of love. And that's tough. So I wanna get to Proverbs 4, such a good verse. In verse 23, it talks about guarding our hearts. And I'm reading from the Amplified. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard, for out of it flow the springs of life. Above all that you guard, Guard your heart. In other words, protect it. Think about your life. Think about how many things in your life you protect. How many things in your life would you lay down your life for, right? If you're married, your spouse, if you have children, your children, you know, maybe other family members, maybe there's some friendships, you'd lay down your life for. You'd guard, you'd protect. You would not let somebody talk about them. You would defend their honor. You would walk in loyalty to them. You would guard them. You would guard their reputation. More than any of that, God says to guard your heart. More than any of that, that's how important our heart issues are. The choice is ours. And it's not an easy path. We have to get to the root. So for example, when you go to a doctor, you're really not just looking for them to treat a symptom right? You're not looking for them to just say, here, let me me give you this pain medication and go home. But what's causing this doctor, right? We want to know, what's your diagnosis of my symptoms? That's what I'm talking about today in the Lord. What's the diagnosis, Lord, of my symptoms? I don't want just a numbing agent to cover the symptoms I want the antibiotic, which is the healing balm of Gilead, to come over my heart and heal the issues of my heart that need to be healed so I can be healthy, just like when we go to a doctor's office and we're going to need an antibiotic. If the doctor says to us, you need an antibiotic for that to go away, are we going to tell the doctor, no, I don't want that? No, that's why we went. That's why we're paying him money. We want the problem gone. We don't want to have to be back there in two weeks because we just mask the symptoms, right? What is, when you get any kind of antibiotic, what does it say on the bottle? And what does the doctor tell you? Finish the whole treatment. <laughs> That's what we're missing in the Lord sometimes. We don't finish the whole treatment with him. We don't truly, you know, you, have you ever gone out and plucked weeds in your yard? I hate when I don't get the root. I'll be going along, pulling up the root. And and this is something interesting. You know, when it's a small weed, you have to be gentle about pulling that weed out of the ground to be sure you get the root. The Lord will be gentle with us where he needs to be gentle with us. And we have to trust him that whatever it is or however he is dealing with it is the necessity that needs to be done to bring the healing that needs to be brought. We have to go down to the root of the matter. We have to deal with root causes in our life. Proverbs 4.23 in the Passion Translation says, So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, For from there flows the wellspring of life. It's the root. It's what everything flows out of in our life. And we tend to project, like so relational issues, we tend to project that it's the other person's issue that we don't have good relation with them. And sometimes it is. Sometimes somebody else hasn't dealt with, the root issues of their heart. And there's just nothing you can do about that, but extend love, extend mercy, love them where they are and watch God move in their life. But it's not always about the other person. We have to deal with our hearts. We have to allow God to come in and soften our hearts and show us what the root issue is. We have to be vulnerable with God. I promise you today, if you ask God to show you the root, he will show you the root. Turn, if you have your Bibles, to Hebrews 12, 15. And I'm going to end today's podcast with this scripture, but I think there's a lot more to the root of the problem, and we're going to come back and visit this again. But in Hebrews 12, at verse 15. Again, I'm reading from the Amplified. Exercise foresight and be on the watch to look after one another, to see that no one falls back from and fails to secure God's grace, his unmerited favor and spiritual blessing, in order that no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness, or hatred shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it. If that's not confirmation about what we've been talking about, and we're supposed to help one another with this, it says right here, to watch and to look after one another to see that no one falls back and fails to secure God's grace. How? That no root of resentment, what's resentment? Rancor, bitterness, or hatred? shoots forth and causes what? Trouble and bitter torment. And the many become contaminated and defiled defiled by it. It's what I was talking about with our outer circle. All relationships in our life will become contaminated by the areas of our heart that we are not willing to deal with. That's powerful stuff. I don't want to be at the end of my days and not have dealt with stuff. And I don't want to pass it on to my children. I tell young women this all the time. What you don't deal with, your children are going to have to deal with. That goes for the dads too. I just don't have an opportunity a lot to speak to dads. But moms and dads, if you're a mom or dad listening today, I promise you those issues of your heart that you are not willing to allow God come in and do a work with you, Your children are going to battle those areas. Your children are going to have to contend in those areas. Your children will be defiled by the issues of your heart you refused to deal with. There's roots of unforgiveness. There's roots of bitterness. There's roots of rejection. There's roots of self-hatred. There's roots of guilt and shame. They kind of blend together. And truthfully, the list of roots can go on and on. And maybe I'll do podcasts dealing with one specific root, then another, then another. But roots are not an easy thing to deal with. Forgiveness is a significant, unforgiveness actually, is a significant root in our lives. And it's a foundational root that impacts so much else. Unforgiveness not dealt with will lead to bitterness. Bitterness is talked about in Hebrews 12:5 right? I mean I'm sorry 12:15. no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness, and hatred. That's what unforgiveness leads to in our lives. An important, important moment that comes around several different times is dealing with root causes of surface symptoms in our lives. Deal with the root. God will not allow you to go further than the last issue you have dealt with. And I wanna beg you today to ask God to show you. I wanna encourage you, and I'm closing out with this. It's a powerful prayer that God will respond to you. Have a pen and paper, be in a quiet place with the Lord. And do as David did in Psalm 51, starting at verse 10, really going through verse 12. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right, persevering, and steadfast spirit within me. In other words, down in my heart. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. That's the letting part. That's giving permission to. Then will I teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted and returned to you. It goes back to what I was talking about with the wounded soldier, brings it all full circle. Let him work on you first, healing the wounded areas in you first. And then as verse 13 says, then will I teach transgressors your ways. I challenge you to make Psalm 51, 10 through 13, the cry of your heart that God would create in you a clean heart, that he would renew a steadfast and right spirit within you that he would restore the joy of your salvation. As the areas of our heart are dealt with from the root, we walk in more joy and peace and rest in our lives. And uphold me, Holy Spirit, give me the strength to remain willing to allow you to do the work in my heart that needs to be done in my heart, that my own heart would not wickedly deceive, deceive me. Show me me, Lord, and have your way.